I'm with Fairy Owl. Hello, I'm Fairy Owl. We, today we will teach you about kindness and why you should not judge others. And we are going to read Not Your Typical Dragon. Now we're going to start reading it. Christmas Blaze was born into a proud family of fire-breathing dragons. Every blaze breathes fire, explained his father. I breathe fire, or your mother breathes fire. Tomorrow, when you turn sound, you breathe fire too. The little dragon imagined all the forces he could burn down. He dreamed of all the castles he could destroy. He also considered boiling water to make tea, but he didn't tell his father that. The next day, Crimson sat among family and friends as a big cake was brought to the table. Who will, who will light the birthday candles, Mother asked. I will, declare Crimson. He could feel a tingling inside his tummy, but when he opened his mouth, fire did not come out. Whipped cream came out. Crimson shouted his father, dragons bring fire. What would neighbors think, Word his mother. I love whipped cream, says her sister Ashley. The little dragon was whisked off to the doctor the very next day. Please express that being added. Crispin's father, what seems to be a problem, asked the doctor. Crispin opens his mouth and breathed fire, but fire did not come out. Band-aids came out, I see, said the doctor gravely. Dragons should breathe fire, insisted Crispin's father. We, we were low on band-aids, mumbled the nurse. The doctor sent Crispin home with medicine. He swallowed two teaspoons before going to school. It will help you become a real dragon, said father with a wink. After school, Crispin joined his first fire-breathing practice, one by one. Little dragons aimed their fiery breath at stacks of logs until they burst into flames. Crispin stepped up confidently. He could feel the medicine bubbling in his blood, but when he opened his mouth, fire did not come out. Marshmallows came out. Dragons be fired at the coach. Isn't that right, class? The dragons and the other dragons didn't answer. They were too busy looking for pointy sticks for mushroom roasting. I guess I'm not real dragon, Christmas thought. He worried that his family would be, be disappointed. He ran away, so he ran away from home. The world can be scared place for the dragons who can't breathe fire. Christmas found a dark cave. I'll be fire this dragon all by myself. I won't bother anyone and no one will bother me. An hour later, he had a visitor. I am Sir George, squeaked a sunshiny knight. Show yourself, dragon. Christmas shuffled out of the cave. The sunshiny knight held up his shiny, shiny sword. Do your worst, dragon. Christmas opened his mouth. The fire did not come out. Soap bubbles came out. Do you breathe fire, dragon? Christmas shook his head. I can't, Sir George moaned. But my father insisted that I can I can, that I fight a fire beating dragon. It even says here in my book that your triple dragon beats fire. I'm not a triple dragon, Crispin explained. So George sighed. I can't go home, me neither. Crispin nodded. But then he had an idea. Maybe your book could tell us what to do. Of course, said George search the pages. It says it's probably just a die. So George tried Crispin spicy curry, searching chili and blistering salsa. Crispin opened his mouth, but fire did not come out. Red party streamers came out. At least they're the right color, said Sir George kindly. Sir George searched through the book again. Aha, it says it's part of your attitude. Sir George showed. Crispin had to look mean and angry, enough to breathe fire. Crispin opened his mouth, but fire did not come out. Soft, cuddly pears came out. Hmm, said Sir George. We may have to take a step backward. It's no use. Crispin sighed. I'm, like, I'm just not your typical dragon. It's
Sergius is not ready to give up. Aha, the book says you're just, you're just too stressed. Sergius made Christian close his eyes while he described a quiet, relaxing day at the ocean. Do you feel calm now? Imagine a hundred shredded knights attacking you. She's been opening his mouth for Friday, not come out. These bars come out. Whoa, that's just been weird. Seemingly, Sergius was glad that Christian could be fired. He liked the little dragon and didn't want to fight him. Christian liked the shiny knight too, but he misses turns. So, George, it's getting dark. I want to go home. The shiny knight patted him on the back. Don't worry, little dragon. I will take you. Christian's parents were relieved when he arrived home safely. Sir George was about to say goodbye when they heard a shout. There you are, boy. Why on earth are you playing with the fire being dragon? He's my front father, whispered Sir George. And besides, he doesn't bring fire. A, a dragon that doesn't be fired. That's the silliest thing I've ever heard. The shiny man laughed. Kissman's father stormed out of the house. My son is not silly. He may not be fired, but I certainly do. Kissman's father laughed. Powerful spray of fire. Dude, we're scratching yeah, the shiny man, but when the prince torch to the lawn, that's enough, honey, said Kissman's mother. The flames sing the fence. You've made your point, dear. Now stop showing off. She scolded. Then the flames ignited the roof. Christian's father panicked. I can't stop the breathing fire. You burned our house down, cried his mother. You burned down the whole neighborhood. Friends came out running from all directions. They knew how to start fires, but no one knew how to stop them. Christian suddenly felt a tingling in his tummy. He felt bubbling in his belly. He opened his mouth, and the fire did not come out. A gush of water shot out. Christmas aimed the wall, the water at his father's face. He saved his home, and he even shaved the shaving man. He wasn't looking so funny anymore. Hurry for Crispin! Everyone shouted. On Christmas' next birthday, there was a big party. Family and friends came from all over the land. Cedric and Shandy came too. Lots of dragons were dancing. Christmas stood with his mouth open wide. Fire still did not come out. Music came out instead. Your son said an old uncle to Christmas' father. He's not even about a dragon, is he? No replies Christmas' father. Probably my son is, is, is something special. Hey, Pharaoh, what is missing the story? Good question, Star Owl. The lesson of the story is not to judge others by how they are. Hey, Star Owl, what did the little dragon do to save the entire um, neighborhood? The dragon spit out water, and that's a good question, Fairy Owl. Hey, Star Owl, I have another question. Is it good or bad to um, be different? It's good because that is what makes you unique. And we also hope that you liked Not Your Typical Dragon. Bye. Hi, my name is Fabulous Owl. And my name is Alpha Owl. Today we will be teaching you all about kindness. Kindness is the quality of being friendly, generous, and to be treated nicely. Teamwork is when you work together to get something done, and if you don't cooperate, then you will not get it done because teamwork is kindness. Teamwork and kindness is key to success. If you treat someone mean, someone mean, then their hearts will feel bad for a long time, and it will leave a scar in their hearts. So think. So if you think about it, it if you want, if you have, or are treating somebody mean or teasing anything that makes that makes them sad also their hearts feel bad also how would you feel if someone was doing that to you how would you feel sad right so don't do it now we will read you a book
today we will be reading How Full Is Your Bucket for Kids, written by Tom Rath and Mary Rathmeyer, illustrated by Marie J. Mannings. Felix was putting one of the last blocks on his, on his tower when his little sister came in. I want to build with you, said Anna. Felix scowled. Go away, you're too little. I'm big, said, said Anna. Stay back, you'll knock it over, said Felix. I can be very careful, said Anna. Go play with your baby toys, Anna, said Felix. Anna thinks in her mind, Felix, Felix is being mean. So Anna ends up taking her toy doll and the whack hits Felix's tower with her baby doll. Grandpa! Grandpa shook his head. Felix, you just dipped from your sister's bucket. Like everyone else, Anna has an invisible bucket. When it's empty, she feels bad. When it's full, she feels great. Didn't you ever notice your own bucket? Invisible, invisible bucket. Hmm. Sometimes Felix couldn't quite tell when his grandfather was joking. But the next morning, when Felix woke up, there was a small bright bucket floating above his head. Now, Feel, when Felix came down to have breakfast, his mom was in a hurry. I've got a meeting this morning, and it's almost time to go. Anna, sit still. Felix slipped, and cocoa wheat scattered across the floor. Felix, yelled his mom, you should have used the stool to reach that. Felix could feel his bucket tip and big invisible drip spill out. Drip, drip, ha ha. Anna laughed as she crunched the cereal with her shoe. Drip. Get that, get the broom and clean it up. Be, clean that mess up before you you miss your bus. Scolded Felix's mom. With the school bus honking, Felix quickly swept up the cocoa weeds and grabbed the last ruby muffin. But before he could even take one last bite, Buster jumped up and grabbed the muffin from his hand. Drip. Hey, look at Felix's new backpack. My baby brother has one just like that. Drip. Felix, Psst. drip. Watch out, shrimp. Drip. It was still morning, and Felix's bucket felt almost empty. As he watched his classmates walk into the room, he secretly hoped they will trip and fall. That's what it feels like when you have an empty bucket. Felix is... Felix slumped into his seat and waited for something else bad to happen. Mr. Mrs. Bumblenickel walked slowly up to his desk and handed him a paper. He could bear, hardly bear to look at it. Felix, you wrote a wonderful story. Would you, would you please share it with the class? Felix grinned and felt a big drop land right into his bucket. Drop, A plus. Drop, plop, drop, pling, 
the Gigantosaurus who wanted a pet by Felix, by me, slash Felix. The class grew quiet and they laughed at the right places and ooed at the scary parts and Felix finally read the end. Everybody clapped. Even Emily, who sat next to him and didn't usually like dinos. Felix felt the whole shower of drops land in his bucket. Maybe the day wouldn't be so bad after all. Drop. Team captains today are Veronica and Felix. Drop. Nice cow. It's a dog. Well, nice colors there, Felix. Cool laser amp backpack, Felix. By afternoon, Felix's bucket was nearly full. At recess, when he looked around, Felix suddenly realized that his grandpa was right. Everyone else had a bucket, too. Happy. Drop, drop, let me help you. Drop, here's your baseball catch. Drop, thanks, dude. Drop. Hi, I'm Felix. First day? Yes, I'm a nerd. The strange thing was that for every drop he helped put in someone's else bucket, he felt another drop in his own bucket. Okay, when Felix burst into the door after school, he shouted, You were right, Grandpa. I do have a bucket. And I understand how it works. Then he saw Anna's torn doll. Bad dog, he almost scolded. But then he thought, dogs might have an invisible bucket too. Your doll will be okay, Anna, said Felix. Mom will fix her. Until then, do you want me to do you want to help me build the tallest building in the world with my blocks? And so they did. The end. Hey Alpha Owl, what was the main idea of the book? Great question, fabulous owl. The main idea was of the book was that to not never make people sad or else you will affect them because it could leave a scar into their life. Good answer, Alpha Owl. Hope you learned about kindness and teamwork. Thank you for listening.